Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard, you're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey friends, welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. I am your master coach and your host for the show, Michelle Grosser. Before we jump in today, I would be so honored if you could take 30 seconds and give the show a five-star rating and write a quick review. You're listening, so I'm so grateful. And I know that there are other mamas out there that are looking for a community of amazing women like we have here. And the more ratings and the more reviews are left, the more our show gets shared with other moms like you. So if you haven't left a five-star rating, if you haven't written a short review yet, and if you could do that today, it would just warm my little podcasting heart as I sit here and sweatpants at 11 a.m. and record this for you. Thank you. I love you. All right. Perfectionism. Perfectionism. Oof, it's a good one today. The pillars here on the podcast, kind of the things that I try to bring you information, content episodes about every week are really anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout. And the thing about perfectionism is that perfectionism can and will likely lead to anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout. And a question that I get asked quite often is like, is this a perfectionistic tendency? Am I a perfectionist? Or do I just have like a spirit of excellence, right? Like what's the difference? And here it is. I'm going to go through quite a few differences. Excuse me. And then we're going to talk about what we can do about it. So Perfectionism is based in fear. It's based in fear. And the thought with perfectionism is like, if I don't do this perfectly, something really bad's going to happen. Excellence, on the other hand, is not based in fear, but it's based in faith. So it says like, I take care in the things that I do, right? I care enough and I want to do them well. Perfectionism is a mountain with no peak. So when we're talking about perfectionism, nothing's ever good enough. It could always be better. It could always be faster. Like there's always something that you're chasing that just isn't enough. That's not true with excellence. With excellence, you can experience like the satisfaction of a job well done. You can experience the satisfaction that something was done to the best of your ability, that it was carried out in a certain way. Um, that you can be proud of that, right? It's not this endless thing that you're chasing. Another difference, perfectionism is often unrealistic. 
It's this pressure that we put on ourselves to do things. It's like so much pressure to do these unattainable things. And there's no room for mistakes. There's no room for any deviation from that one tiny dot that represents the perfect whatever it is. Excellence, on the other hand, excellence embraces mistakes. Excellence is realistic. Excellence understands that mistakes and messing up are all part of growth, right? Excellence understands and embraces that messy middle. Okay, perfectionism. Perfectionism has difficulty prioritizing. So if you're struggling with perfectionistic tendencies, everything is life and death. Everything is life and death. Like your kids' class projects need to be next level. Their birthdays need to be next level. Your home needs to be next level and neutrals and Pinterest worthy and dinners need to all be organic. And you're the one, you know, your your own parents can rely on more than your brothers or your sisters. And you're just so terrified to drop a ball, any ball that you're juggling, because you have a hard time differentiating between the balls that are rubber and can afford to be dropped and will just bounce and the balls that are glass. Excellence, on the other hand, is really good at prioritizing, is really good at delegating. So excellence understands that you can't juggle all the balls all the time. It's just not sustainable. But for a perfectionist, it's really hard to differentiate what is deserving of all of your time and all of your energy because everything feels so, so important. Okay, perfectionism leads to resentment. It leads to overwhelm. It leads to anxiety. It leads to exhaustion. Perfectionism leads to resentment because we resent those that don't do things like we do. (laughs) We resent those who don't do things like we think they need to be done. They don't do things as well as we do. They don't do things right, right? They don't put in enough effort. They don't pay enough attention to detail. They're not as bothered as you are when things don't go perfectly. And it's tiring. It's tiring to people, please. It's tiring to constantly abandon ourselves in an effort to get things perfect or do all the things or be all the things for all the people. But excellence, on the other hand, excellence is fulfilling. Excellence is life-giving, right? It's that feeling of accomplishment after overcoming. Excellence is resilient and it's adaptable. And, you know, I don't know if this necessarily applies to every area of your life. Like, I don't know if you're a perfectionist in one area. You're a perfectionist everywhere. Um, Maybe you work at bringing a spirit of excellence in your workspace, in your business. You're a great leader. You can effectively prioritize, you're good at delegating, your team is resilient, right? They make mistakes, they grow through them. But if you're being honest, maybe it's not the same in your motherhood journey. Maybe you do find that you agonize over every decision you make about your kids, right? Everything seems so important. Maybe you have a hard time delegating stuff with your home, stuff with your kids, mom-related tasks, right? You try to do it all because you're scared others aren't going to do it like you do, or your kids aren't going to have you know, the experience or the memories of mom that you want them to. Maybe in motherhood, you feel like you're never enough. Maybe it does feel like that mountain with no peak that you're just constantly chasing. Maybe you feel like you're never present enough or you're not fun enough or you're not firm enough or whatever. (laughs) 
feeling confident in motherhood. Maybe it's just felt out of reach for you. And this is just an example. But if it's resonating for you in motherhood, or if it sounds familiar in some other area of your life, maybe you have perfectionistic tendencies in that area. And if that's the case, my friend, you are so not alone. I've seen stats that 30% of the population struggles with perfectionism one way or another. And I'd venture to say it's probably higher in moms. And I'd venture to say that's probably even higher in ambitious, high-achieving, working moms. Because perfectionism attaches to what we value. Let me say that again. Perfectionism attaches to the things that we value. So if we don't care about, I don't know, our lawn, right? It's a dumb example, but let's say we don't care about our landscaping and what the lawn looks like, what the grass looks like. It's not something we're going to tend to be perfectionist about, right? But I know all of you listening care so deeply about your children. You care so deeply about having and raising kids. So it's a significant trigger of perfectionism in women. Like from one end of the spectrum to another, we've probably all experienced some level of perfectionism at some point in our motherhood journey because we care. Because we care. All right. I just want to interrupt the show today for just a quick second to share some big news with you guys. So many of you women have expressed interest to me, either sent me emails, DMs, um, just expressing interest in one-on-one coaching with me. You've shared with me that maybe you're not ready to commit months to a coaching package. Um, and I totally get that, but you're also like, Michelle, I really need <laughs> some help. So in response to your requests, in response to the need that I'm hearing, um, I decided to block off some space in my calendar once a week to do one hour unstuck sessions. That's what we're calling them. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, if you're feeling exhausted or burnt out, um, and you want a power hour of coaching to come up with a plan and have actual tools and strategies and systems that you can use as a busy working mom that are actually going to make a difference, this is for you, friend. You don't need another planner. You don't need a nap. Well, maybe you do, but you need, what you need is someone to teach you proven science-backed techniques. Science-backed techniques that are going to help you regulate your nervous system, i.e. turn off your racing mind, calm your body down, release stored energy in your body, and just come up with a plan of action. Something tangible, something you can take with you after an hour together that you can start to implement immediately and see real change. So if that's you, if you're listening and you're like, oh snap, she's talking to me, my friend, book an unstuck session with me. There's a link in the show notes. We will spend an hour together on Zoom. You're going to feel so much lighter. You're going to have so much clarity afterwards. You're just going to have this sense of peace that you have a plan that you can actually carry out. It's not going to be another thing on your to-do list. It's not going to be this big burden. It's going to be something that's going to be worth it. It is an investment in your mental health, in your emotional health, in your physical health, in your sanity. I promise you. Link in the show notes. Book one. I want to help you. I want to meet you. I want to resource you one-on-one. Okay, back to the episode. 
two more things I want to point out before I coach a bit on how to move, uh, move through perfectionism and kind of heal through it. Number one, if we have perfectionistic tendencies, we are more likely to raise kids who will have perfect perfectionistic tendencies. We're more likely to raise kids that are going to struggle with anxiety. I don't say this to alarm you. I don't say this to scare you. I don't say this to guilt you. I say this because sometimes, I see it all the time, as moms, we will do things for our children that we won't do for ourselves. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. So if you know you struggle with perfectionism, if you're exhausted, you're anxious, if you're constantly feeling overwhelmed by the pressure and the weight of everything having to be perfect, right? If you're feeling resentful, if you're feeling frustrated and it's seeping out, it's leaking out into your family, you do not have to live like that friend. There is help available for you. Like you weren't created to live with that kind of pressure. You weren't created to have that unrealistic expectation you put on yourself. Like you're not designed to do everything and be everything for everyone perfectly. You are loved even if you make mistakes, right? You can be safe even if you mess up and there's help. So if that's where you're at, maybe you're even starting to notice your kids like putting a lot of pressure on themselves or you see them trying to get things perfect and then getting really frustrated or overwhelmed when things aren't, you know, quote unquote perfect. I would love to talk to you about it. I would love to support you. Um, If you're ready to invest in that health, go ahead, book one of these unstuck sessions. I think it's going to be really powerful for you. Or go out and hire a therapist, start working with any coach, right? Anyone who is um, qualified to help lead and guide you through this. Because here's the thing, you're not alone. You're not perfect. No one is. And motherhood is way too hard to do perfectly. It just is. Like no one does it perfectly. So if you're feeling crushed under that weight of perfectionism, friend, get some help. Get some help. It's a pattern. It's a pattern, right? And with time and with some good coaching, good support, you can override your patterns. You can heal this. Doesn't have to be your MO. Doesn't have to be your story. Your kids don't need to grow up telling stories of how mom was, you know, wound so tight or was so hot on herself or was so hard on them. How mom put, you know, so much pressure on them to be perfect. Like do yourself and your kids a favor. Get curious about your perfectionism. And through that, you're going to start to heal that coping mechanism um, because that's really what, what perfectionism is. And then second, and along the same lines, it is so good for you. It is so good for your children, for them to see you make mistakes. Because in those mistakes, they see you for your humanity. They see your resilience, right? They can see you take accountability and it takes the pressure off them, right? Like mom's not perfect. That's okay. We all still love her. And I don't have to be perfect either. Everyone makes mistakes. Even when we mess up, we're still safe. We're still loved, right? They can learn from this. We can learn from this. Mistakes can be uncomfortable, but they're also beautiful opportunities for growth. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. 
And over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns. And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. So if any of this is landing, what do we do about it? Right? We hear this term, I'm a recovering perfectionist. How do we start to move toward that? Like always, I do a lot of coaching on this, you guys. And I always tell you guys, the first step is awareness, always. If we don't know we have these tendencies, if we don't see that we're struggling with perfectionism, um, if we don't see that's the reason why we're so frustrated or anxious or overwhelmed or angry or whatever, if we don't see it, we can't do anything about it. So the first step to becoming empowered in perfectionism is really just noticing where it's showing up. It's just being radically honest with yourself starting to notice when you feel that pressure of perfection, you feel that fear of imperfection, that fear of making mistakes showing up, just start to be mindful. Notice, notice when you're dropping into that pattern of perfectionism. Notice how it shows up in your body. Do you start to tense up? Does your heart start to race? When you think you might've made a mistake, like just notice and just start to grow your awareness. It's really the biggest step. When we want to start a new pattern of thinking, when we want to start a new pattern of being, a new neural pathway, the first thing we've got to do is we've got to catch ourselves in the old pathway, in the old pattern, right? And then we can make a conscious decision to do something differently, to forge a new pattern, and to start to heal and grow. Okay, so first, awareness. And then once we have the awareness and we make the decision to show up differently, however that looks for you, right? Delegate, ask for help, let something be imperfect. Then we have to actually do the different thing. (laughs) We actually have to practice the new pattern that we want to start. So if, you know, perfect Michelle notices that my kid's homework is messy and I have this urge to start like fixing it or commenting on it and I notice that, then I have to start thinking and acting differently. So it might look like just taking a deep breath. Reminding myself that my kid's homework in kindergarten doesn't have to be perfect and then not touching it. It might look like, you know, seeing my husband pack my kid's lunch and having this panic because it's all quote unquote wrong, right? And it's just noticing that urge. And then instead of jumping in and taking over or making a comment or feeling resentful because he doesn't do it as well as I do in my mind, at least, right? Maybe my new pattern is just taking a deep breath and simply thanking him for helping out, right? Or maybe you write an email to a coworker and you notice a typo. Like perfect you would write another email, an edited one, right? Fix all the typos or put that little asterisk like, um, please note that I do know how to spell 
your, I, I know it's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Like that was a typo. So as you notice that, now in your new pattern, you're going to decide to leave it. Leave it. A typo doesn't mean your coworker thinks you're unqualified. If she even notices, right? It means you're human. So step one, notice, awareness. Step two, consciously choose a new pattern. Even if it's super uncomfortable because it will be because it's new. And this is all really foundational, really basic friends. There's a lot more nervous system work, somatic work that can go into, into this healing from perfectionism, getting your body on board, getting your nervous system to feel safe, making mistakes. But this is a great start. Even just the awareness is a great start and it's going to open the door to growth and it's going to open the door to healing. And listen, <laughs> we are talking about perfectionism. So I cannot leave you today without a loving and gentle reminder that you do not need to be perfect in your healing. You do not need to be perfect in your growth. You're not going to notice every single time perfectionism creeps in right? You're not going to easily be able to choose a new pattern every single time and get it right the first time. So in this moment, I'm going to extend an invitation for you to shift your mindset. Let the healing and the growth of perfectionism be messy. It's okay. It's beautiful. It's a journey. It takes time and we get to do it. Every single one of us. So thank you for spending time with me today. I'm in your corner always. I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm walking alongside you, sending all my love, sending big hugs over the airwaves. I will talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.